Welcome back to the Speakeasy Law Podcast and part three in this series. I would not. Okay. No. So, so we shouldn't be using LegalZoom for legal matters? Ew. We shouldn't use so Rocket legal, Mortgage. LegalZoom is Zillow for law. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Everything's yes, compared to Zillow. I got gotcha. you. Funny. According Wait. to Zillow, we're all millionaires. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My house is worth so much money. I'll say right Zillow. now, though, Zillow, but <laughs> Zillow in this market, though, like, they, they actually they can't are, even keep up. They're getting yeah, kind of close. <laughs> where normally they'd be like, we are the ball. The market's catching up to Zillow now. Is what's happening, I think. And uh, everywhere else is probably still widely inaccurate. But in Southwest Florida, where prices are crazy, Zillow is finally making sense. Yes. Yeah. Zillow, Zillow nailed Southwest Florida for like five months. That's anyway. It. So, um, all right, number four, Tim, what do you got? Credit Sorry. Karma. Credit Karma. So, what, do you, what do you like or you don't like? Oh, thumbs this, up, thumbs down. It's the Zillow mortgage world. I'm going to give you a thumbs up as a consumer to monitor your credit. Okay. It gives you a good tool. It gives you a good idea of like, my hey, my credit scores are this, and man, it's down here. Why? Whatever. Right? Okay. You're monitoring it um, just to check in on your credit. Okay. okay. Just for the record, Tim, I have not sued Credit Karma, but I have sued Equifax, Experian, TransUnion, and that's all three, yes. <laughs> What's that? What credit Karma's time I, just got, I think I got a legal disc- Credit Karma. I just got, yeah, well, of course. <laughs> yeah, I'm not about that. Somebody asked me the other day if I'd sue Santa Claus because Grandma got run over by a reindeer. I said, you're damn right I would. Another person who's probably got really good insurance. Probably. Probably. Or no insurance. Snake Farm. No, Snake Or no insurance. Snake Farm. Okay. Like so anyway, that. go ahead, back credit karma. I know name, nothing I about this company. Some more names you made up. Credit karma <laughs> is something like um, freecreditreport.com. Okay. Uh, credit karma. Those are the two biggies that we see. But even if they get their scores from Equifax, TransUnion, from the bureau directly, yeah. that is not going to translate into your mortgage credit score. Um, not going to translate to your mortgage credit score. So the like we will have people all the time that will say, like, well, my, uh, hey, my credit karma is a six- 40. Okay. I immediately know. You're like, cool, it's a 610. <laughs> yeah, that that score is going to probably be 20 to 40 points off. Wow. And so I tell them right away, hey, FYI, Credit Karma is not going to be the same as what we pull. The mortgage credit pool is, and I don't know if the car guy brought this up or not, but mortgage credit reports are different than what you get as a consumer. No doubt. Going straight to Equifax or TransUnion. Can we say how impressed I am with myself that I said 610 and then you said 20 to 40% lower? You got it right in the middle. She was guessing. She was guessing. I just threw that out there. (laughs) You're so proud of yourself. She is pretty proud of yourself. And she's not afraid to tell you. I see this. No, because if. Well, here's the thing, is if I actually knew that fact, I'd be less um, arrogant about it. But the fact that I just made something up and I was right, oh, you, you know? Oh, you guessed. Okay. Yeah. Right. Tim, the best part about I'm it is she's short. I'm all down for it. What do you say, Casey? 5'1", 5'2"? 5'2", you're right. 5'2", and she's got long arms got to pat you, herself on the back. Yes, I do. Okay. Long just throwing arms. it out there. Long enough <laughs> arms to pat herself on the back. Especially when I guess. But back to that report, I learned something when I, I went to go get a vehicle, uh, Gosh, man, it was like five or six years now when I went and bought my truck. Okay. And I went to get a loan on it. And I walked in like I was just Bobby, Bobby Baddett. You were you ready. Know, <laughs> had my own mortgage report. You know, I'm rolling up with my, you know, macked out credit score. And I'm ready to, like, get the best rate or whatever. And this guy pulls my credit, and it wasn't even close. And you're like, what the heck did you get that from? You know, like we would use back and forth thing. And he explained to me. Oh, you can go me, see my boy Matt Cola then. I heard, I heard. But he <laughs> properly explained to me that the, the car credit is a different algorithm. And because I didn't have a vehicle loan for like eight years, yep. my scores were low, yep. even though I had a mortgage or anything else. But anyways, I, that was something I didn't even know being in the business. But 
Credit Karma, great to monitor your credit, great to keep an eye on it and see what's going on, but that is not going to translate into a mortgage credit report. Okay, good, good to know. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that, and, and people don't realize that when you pull a credit report from Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, just think of it, close your eyes and just imagine all your accounts swirling around in your head, right? The moment you say, I want my credit report from Equifax, it takes a snapshot of all those things surrounding and creates a report. Mm -hmm. If you pull one the next day, it may be different, depending mm -hmm. on what's being submitted at that moment, at that day. And I don't think people realize that. So I'd also like to point out too, Carmen's uh, biggest piece of advice he often gives is you can, you can get a free credit report from each of the bureaus right. once, once a year. A year. Yeah. So he's like, pull them quarterly. You don't have to pull them all three at the same time. No, you just pull one at Equifax, one, four months later, you pull TransUnion, four months later, you pull the I mean, that's a great oh, that way sense. to keep an eye yeah. on, you know, and, it's, it's basically using the, the Credit Karma theory, but, but the pulling most, the actual report. Yeah, without paying Credit Karma. But the most important thing you'll learn is that all creditors do not report to all three bureaus. Yeah. That is true. Yep. And that's why you get to monitor all of them at least once on a yearly basis. Some of them do. But that I knew, I knew that mortgage reports are different than car reports, and that's really important to know. And I don't think a lot of our listeners know that. So thank you for bringing that up. That's really important. Oddly to enough, know. I feel like my credit report is higher for my mortgage than it was when I bought a car. Well, mine was. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. When you think that it would be the opposite, is like it's a much larger expense. Yeah. Even when I was there, I said, I go, you mean to tell me that the mortgage I've paid for, you know, 12 years does not factor into this car? Correct. Nope. And you're like, what? No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? And I researched it and he was telling the truth back then. So. And it's like, I'm getting, why am I doing it then? I got a question for you. Shoot. So I don't bring it up and get shot down <laughs> like cash. So, so paying off collections. Okay? Yes. A lot of times we'll have people that will come to us and they'll say, hey, my credit was bad. I paid off all my collections a few weeks ago or a week ago. And for me, immediately I'm like, oh, no. Because when you pay off your collections, your score drops. Yep. So do you have any, what would you advise people to do on collections? If you have a collections account on your credit report, the question for me would be, is how is it hurting your credit? Is it because it's a lawsuit that was against you and a judgment is because that comes from the public records. If you pay it off, you're always better off getting it off the credit report. Mm -hmm. So when we settle a debt for somebody, hypothetically, let's say we settle a debt. And um, I got a great new scam on that, by the way. Don't tell the debt collectors, but I do. We'll talk about <laughs> it off record. I, it, it was the most amazing thing I ever found. And it was like, how come I didn't know this for 25 years? But it's. It's worked brilliantly in a couple cases. Anyway, the um, I'm always a big fan of getting it off there because any blemishes on the credit report are more detrimental to a lender's eye, even if they're not factoring it in. Mm -hmm. to, but to see a debt collector's thing on there or a judgment is always hurtful and it's always scary for a lender. Okay. They don't want judgments out there. We're on the same page. So like for collections, if, if we pull the credit report on somebody and they do have open and active collections, but their scores are good enough to get the mortgage, I advise them, look, we're not paying these off. No. Don't pay them off right now. But future, you should get rid of these. What are you talking about? Get them. Collection accounts or judgments? Collections. Okay. Any judgments you don't want on there? But, yeah. You don't want a judgment don't on there? Don't want that either. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm but talking about collections. Collect that's judgments fine. is like not even an option. Right. Not even an option. Okay, right. good. Collections is different. Page. Yeah. You know, like uh, you had a repo and they're you know, still trying to collect $3,000. Every repo I see is ten grand. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's always isn't it crazy how expensive we see big repos too. <laughs> but it's we don't want them to pay it off right now or before they apply because it's going to drop their credit score. And the reason why we've been told by uh, our our credit bureaus is that when you pay off a collection, it's scored properly. It's scored as like it may be a mistake. Right. Right. It may not be you. And so it's scored accordingly. And so when you pay it off. Boom, that is you. That's a ding. Boom, and it drops your score. So you've admitted fault completely. You've, admit, you've admitted it. Okay. Your score suffers. But in the long run, your scores are going to improve mightily because you don't have this anchor of a collection weighing you down. So after you buy the house, then Correct. you do it. Then That's you get what we rid say. of it. Yep. Don't pay it off right now, but you need to when we close. After and, we close. and then I would say wait to get sued. Because <laughs> then I and got Carmen's it. like, tell me who it is. Tell me what happened. Yes. Great scam. So we actually, we, we get a lot of people in who come in for that kind of thing, you know, collections and credit card debt and all that. And then the really cool thing about our office though is we, we see everybody and then they sit with an attorney and then a lot of times our attorneys say, hey, you can handle this on your own. You don't need us. Yep. Or wait until you get sued. Like if they're not coming after you, you're not trying to buy a house. You're not right. trying to do anything with it. So Time and distance heals all wounds. Yeah. And they get a lot. They get a lot more reasonable. Creditors and debt collectors get a lot more reasonable when they get closer to the statute of limitations. Because now they got to do something with it. And if they do or any research, and if they do any research on our firm, they realize that there's a 50% chance they're going to get sued <laughs> themselves if they come after our client. So it's pretty funny. Well, and you guys do such a great job as well. Thank you. So Appreciate you that. Really Thanks, do. Tim. We tried, yeah. Tim. I'm well, not an with attorney, that, I'll but say I'll say thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I got one okay, more. Go ahead. I want to. Be, I was gonna, just going to ask you for number five. This is a, it's a broad one though. And Hit it. It's, uh, I just put educate yourself. Oh. Is, does this count? Does this absolutely? This okay. is yeah. This is absolutely counts because they're going to take the top five things and they're going to learn from it. and They're going to research some things. This is, here comes five. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, let's see what you got. Let's see what you but got. It's educate yourself. There are so many online resources i mean just like if they, well, what do you have on your website for people to learn i mean well, let's just talk about yours yeah you, well you know two things you, you can do our website timhartjr.com okay um there's we have resources for buyers for realtors we you know resources for people who want to refinance um and a lot of different videos on there our youtube page is loaded with content like we go into like It'd be two to three minutes. It could be a 40 minute long video. Right. It just depends on what we're talking about. You know, steps to the mortgage process. We got a video about each one of those. Great. And so the, there's so many online resources that we can tell when someone comes to us and they've already done all their, they've already done all their homework. They've educated themselves. Yeah, they're well versed in it. And, and you know, a lot of times like in lending, and I'm sure you guys do it in your business where it's like, you know, you use acronyms left and right or your code, you know, the words you use every day in your office. But you try to use it to a customer and it, yeah. it doesn't work. You, like LTV, DTI. No, right. I gotta say loan to value, debt to income ratio, right? Like, and so when borrowers come in, they're like, "Hey, my, I'm going for this LTV, and I, I did my DTI the other day, and it's like 37 percent." I'm like, "Oh, you can go fist right. bump at yeah. that point in time." So you're good, boy. You're good, girl. All right. all right, let me interrupt your real time. I don't want to change your thought, but yeah. who's more educated, men or women, when they come in your office? Oh, women. I knew it. I told you, Casey. Yeah. Carmen's been waiting for I, somebody to agree Tim, with him. No, it's not that. No, 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 it's not that. I you don't literally, agree with that? We do. We hear I, it all the time. I, oh, okay. I have yeah, a yeah. strong theory on this. No uh, doubt. I have a strong theory saying, guys, if you're smart and you're a business owner, surround yourself with some badass women. Yeah. Because they are the future of the business in any business. Women do the research, have the connections, Much more make the make the, yeah. make the relationships, surround yourself with some badass women because you're going to need them. 
Yeah. And, you know, the funny thing is when we have a husband and wife, and, like, my relationship is dead on this way. <laughs> you always have the one person that pays all the bills and knows how much money's in the account. and what The household make CPA, the, I yeah. call them. And then the other one doesn't clueless. know jack squat. I'm the clueless one. Oh, me too. I'm the totally clueless so one. I am not the clueless one. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. Spoiler alert. About. Spoiler alert. So I also fit into this mold. There you go. Yeah. Casey's the one who does the research. Casey's mm-hmm. the one who does this. Casey's the one who does that. And yeah. I get that. And in my house, it's my wife too. Yeah. My wife is the researcher. My wife is going to plan the trips. She's going to do this. She's going to research the car to buy. I'm not. Yeah. I feel I'm not like, going to do that. You know, it's like that saying that like on Christmas, you know, the guys have to show up. You, you Dude, see like the, the list. I was just going to bring this up. Okay. No good. All right. See if it's so, the same thing. So the, the list of like the gifts the husband has to buy and it says gift for, for wife. And then gift that the wife has to buy, and it's like everybody in the family listed. You know, like it's the same thing. Like all he has to do is show up at Christmas, and it's all there. Every time we've done anything with a mortgage, with a credit card, with a car, you know, I come in with like all this info, and all he's got to do is show up and sign, sign it. You know? <laughs> what I was going to say. And say thank you. Play off of that. I swear to God, when we have Christmas, I am as surprised uh, me too. as I was my kids. Say that. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Because you only, that's, cool. that's because you only had to buy a gift for your wife. That yeah. is literally all you had to do. I don't even do that anymore. <laughs> you same thing. I've You're screwed it up so many years. I'm not going to do that. Uh, no, 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 no. I actually, no, like, no, no, no. You already got me an iPad, and uh, you know. Whatever. I actually don't get gifts either, but um, my kids are still young enough that that they think it's a big deal. So they make my husband, you know, oh, my buy wife a gift. Treat, my wife treats herself very well. I mean, I buy things Whatever you here want and there year, when right? I want. Yeah. yeah, but I'm the frugal one too. So I'm the one that's like, do we need that? Really? Yeah. But I feel like I'm the, the one same that way. Is, that's um, heartbroken every day when I get home and see Amazon packages. It's not know? for you. <laughs> it's not for you. I didn't order them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I walk in every day. There's boxes somewhere around there. It's, yes. Where the where did this is the biggest phenomenon in my life, right? Boxes show up. They're never for me. Right. I, I think I ordered in 2021. I ordered one book, and my wife had sent it. Well, house. what's really and funny? I was like, "Ooh, my book arrived." Hey, the Amazon guy's like, "Who's Carmen?" Yeah, he don't even know I live there. <laughs> so what's really funny is that in my house, the Amazon account is under my name because, of course, I'm the one that done did the research and signed up for it. So there's packages delivered to Casey every single day, multiple packages to Casey every single because day. Because it's your account. Because it's my account. But yet, I'm not the one ordering anything. Okay. Honest admission, I've never been on Amazon.com. No. So I, I swear to God, my wife goes never? on. I, I tell her I need a book. She goes on and she orders it for me. Or I do. I wouldn't know how to do it. Or Casey does. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to do it. It's a cool site. I just don't. Yeah, it's, I don't know how to do it. I would, I would be. He's going to take over the world. Well, Man, we should have asked Matt Tim, Cola a, about I'm his a, Amazon account. I wouldn't. That we should. That, write that down. We Dang, need to ask everybody about that. We need to ask everybody about their Amazon account. Because um, Matt buys things when... Um, when he's drinking sometimes, and so he'll forget about oh it God. until it shows up, and then he's oh so God. excited for he did amazing. Admit that. He did admit did that. Did he say that on the podcast? I think he did. Oh my God, I gotta go back and listen. He buys some really cool stuff when he's drinking and then forgets about it. And then he's all surprised, like his Christmas yeah. shows up. I can honestly exactly. say I've never done that. I don't know. Like drunk buying? What yeah. is that called? Like, it's not, you're not even drunk dialing. I always, There's gotta be a name for that, right? I'm always surprised. I'll like, sit there, and my wife will be on her computer at night. I'm like, what are you looking at? And it's like I'm on this site, and I'm like, I never even heard of that site. Meanwhile, I, like, hey, I love being clueless about this stuff. It is fun. Do we so like my kids are talking about an advent calendar, right? Like they want to it's Christmas time. Yeah. And so they, they're like, hey, can we get an advent calendar? My wife's like, yeah, sure. Dude, I swear we have, I think, 
eight of them. I got three kids. And <laughs> eight of them? Eight showed up. Like, there's a Reese's peanut butter cup advent calendar. There's dog ones. Like, all times. I'm like, what are all these? She's like, uh, yeah, I went a little overboard. And just, we got eight advent calendars, three kids. Well, all you they need, do is eat them every day. They just open need, up every one of them. You need to know. Them. Eight of them. I think that's, you know, it's, it's popular culture. i got to have eight nowadays. I don't know. <laughs> wow. No, it was just, she just saw a ton of them and just kept clicking. That's what it was. That's funny. So here's what I do is I, if I do online shop, because it's not often that I do that, other than I am a homebody, so I don't like to actually go out and shop in person. So, but I add a lot of things to my, my cart. And then I go look at my cart and I think, uh, you know, I really don't need this stuff because I'm so frugal and I don't like to buy things. So then I just delete it all and close it and don't buy anything. Well, Casey and I are both readers, so. I do. My Kindle app She's is like, like uh, you, life. Wasn't Abe Lincoln the one that would write the real nasty letter and then throw it in the trash? Oh my God, I do that and all the time. It's like, you're that person. I you buy that. a bunch of stuff and then delete it. Like, oh, I feel kind of better. I've written letters to you people did? that I don't ever send. Can and I write? feel so much better when I get on. Now, I can... I can do it online or um, like type it out or in person. I haven't done it in years, but I used to do it when I was younger. Huh. But yeah, I feel so much better. I put out all I my aggression and then I get rid of it. I probably haven't done it since college. That was Abe Lincoln, right? That did that? I he have was, no idea. I've never, never heard that. Heard that. Story he, was no, he was known to do that. And he was just he? the letter away. I never, never sent it. I prob- and honestly haven't probably done it since college, but I used to all the time. What's that song? Letters I've written, never meaning to send. Oh, I never sent them anywhere. Oh, uh, it's a 70s he's song. Ready, he's ready to sing. I'm going to look up I'm, Abe I'm, Lincoln when I leave. I, I, yeah, call me out. I hope, it, I hope you're right. right. I'm so what else? Him. If you got some words there's of wisdom to share, there's a party going on next to us, and they are enjoying it. I yeah. just want you guys to know. Some Christmas party. Yeah, there's some party going on down there. Yeah, they're having Woo. fun. Um, I would say you, you asked, like, any, like, closing thoughts? Is that what you were asking me? Or what were you uh, no, no, not closing thoughts. The words of wisdom from the mortgage industry beads of wisdom he's closing the door now oh that's fine <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know I'm just why they haven't invited us over to the party I know. I'm just yeah. a little perturbed about can that can we hold up a sign and say can we come <laughs> can we come <laughs> we want to hang out um, we'll do that after <laughs> I mean, one thing that came to mind when we were talking is one, one thing that people don't know that we it's, it's kind of a service we offer some of the places to do it as well is if you do have kind of a questionable file you can have we can underwrite your entire file so without having a property in place, I kind of didn't mention that. Okay. That we can underwrite your entire file um, and have everything done and approved. That way you know everything's done. When you make that offer on that house, we can call the listing agent. We can tell them, hey, that borrower has been underwritten and approved. All we need is a contract, order appraisal title, and they're good to go. Okay. So I should have mentioned that one earlier. I just did. But that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Again, that's a good thing to know. So that's a word of wisdom that people. The bottom line, Tim, is this: Should somebody, if I'm thinking about buying a house, should I go to Rocket Mortgage or should I call a mortgage broker locally? Definitely a local. So a local lender is is, is, is who you want to go to. I agree, and you have access. I mean, if somebody goes to their bank, let's say I'm I'm at the local credit union, and I'm a credit union, you know, lover. I go to the credit union, that's one person, that's one bank or credit union that's going to give me their rate, their opinion, but a mortgage broker has access to multiple lenders, and so, you shop them, right? Well, kind of. So okay. there's different levels to that. So like, we're a mortgage lender first. Okay. I am. Okay. Um, we close, we fund, we service, we underwrite all of our own files as okay. being like mortgage. We have the ability to broker a loan. Okay. Like a self-employed person that doesn't claim enough income. You can do a bank statement loan, use their average deposits for income. 
that would be a broker loan for us. Okay. There are mortgage brokers in town that do what you're talking about. Multiple with, lenders. Yeah. And I was that at one point. I right. didn't like it as much. Okay, why not? Me. Um, it just it wasn't the right fit compared okay. to what I do now because, like, yeah, I have all these lenders and resources, right? But, like, do any of them know me? You know, like, do okay. I have that relationship to, to push that file, the Mercy file through, or, like, the president of Van Dyke, he's a, a text away. You know, I can okay. call them up, our underwriters, et cetera. It just worked better for me, and I know I got plenty of mortgage worker friends that swear by it and love it. Right. You know, it's just two different business models. But either way, those guys are local. Right. So even if they are, you know, a local mortgage broker or we are a mortgage lo- uh, lender, you still want to work with them. Okay. Because they're going to be accessible, available. Your realtor will be able to contact them. Right. You're, you're dead on right. Okay. Local lenders. I just I just want to make sure that the, the consumer who's listening to this podcast mm-hmm. understands why it's beneficial to them yeah. to reach out. And again, it's about the relationship first. You're going to want to get to know you. You're going to want to know them. You can advise them locally. If they have to drop off documents, you're there yep. locally. You can tell them what the local people want, and you have a relationship with how many realtors in Southwest Florida? Yeah, tons. We, we a got tons. a great reputation. And I'm not trying to brag, you're like Casey, mm-hmm. pat on my back mm-hmm. there. But Your what, arms aren't long enough. <laughs> it's not too wide. Uh, I was going to say, maybe it's because I'm so small. I can't, can't fit it. But one thing, you bring, the point you're bringing up is excellent because... What happens is we tell people this, right, about, hey, you got to be a bank, you stay with Bank of America or Wells or whoever, and they may or not believe us because it's competition. The problem is they don't find out that you were telling the truth until a week prior to closing. And then once it's a week prior to closing, boom, you know, yep, that's the when fire everything grills, that's when you guys get your calls, yep. hey, it goes tomorrow, ah, and we're going nuts. Well, it's too late. You yep. can't back out now. It's a 30-day process. Now you got to ride it out with this train wreck and hope you get the closing. And you're in a market now where if you don't close on time, there's another buyer another behind buyer it that's waiting, to, waiting to take that out. Thanks again for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe anywhere you listen.